And I feel like that, you know, when we hear these stories, a lot of the time it's when you're asleep Mm -hmm. or, you know, half asleep. Right on the edge of that. Yeah. 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 And I think that's because you're more open. Yeah. That's when you're, right. You don't have the distractions of the outer world and Mm -hmm. the doubts, the doubts, the naysayers that say, oh, that's not possible. That's not possible because you're, you're more open to that and susceptible to it when you're asleep. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of our limited series, Scary Stories to Tell at Atlas, where we, in the spooky month of October, are asking all of our colleagues here at Atlas MedStaff to tell us some of their own personal ghost stories. And today, there is a wasp in here. Oh, my God. What? <laughs> There's a That's wasp. Spooky. Oh, that is spooky. That's uh, dangerous. Somebody, they are, I think they are coming in from the vent. Oh, that's not good at all. Ooh, no. Do you want me to go try to kill him? On the if window? if you're brave enough, I'll do. I'll smash it. I envision like cameras. <laughs> oh, just... I'm hit batteries. Oh, 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 they're dead. So is he. Oh, God. Did we get him? Yeah. Yay! Awesome. Thank you, Brian. Way to go, Brian. Woohoo! Sorry, we just had a murder. <laughs> a murder. And hey, that There's goes with the Halloween murder theme. in Savannah. <laughs> That's right. Uh, yeah, today we have um, Kendra Kripal with us today. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Kendra, so we're just gonna jump right in. Yeah. And yes. uh, tell us your your story. We'll listen. We'll probably ooh and ah maybe or get scared <laughs> or, or whatever and fall asleep. Yes. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll talk about it afterwards. No. How's that? Sounds good. All right, so mine is not necessarily a ghost story, but more of a paranormal experience. Okay. So when we were little and we would visit my grandma or my grandma would visit us, if we couldn't fall asleep or wouldn't fall asleep, she would take her fingertips and her really nicely manicured nails and just rub them across our forehead and around our cheeks, and it would just instantly relax us. And this continued even when I was in my... 30s and would stay at her house so she knew that I was kind of restless or whatever so she had passed away in 2006 and about five years ago I was having a very vivid dream about her and I must not have been able to fall asleep because in my dream she was rubbing her fingertips across my forehead and I woke up because I felt literally felt her hand on my cheek and I just you know I wasn't creeped out or anything I was actually happy about it because you know it was a connection with my grandma I felt Mm -hmm. so fast forward uh, about a month and I was talking with my mom and my sister at dinner and I was telling them the experience that I had and my mom all of a sudden drops her fork and we're like mom what's going on and she's like I had the exact same experience two weeks ago so that is my paranormal experience, which I, I do believe in the crossover oh, type yeah. of situations. Oh, yeah. so. Had you dreamed about her before? Or that was like the first time since she passed? Or No, I've dreamed about her before, but I've never felt that physical. Like, it was a physical reaction to it. It wasn't anything like, oh, I didn't feel her. I just knew she was, you know, re-. no, I felt 
that is that what woke you up yes okay yes it actually was was that the only time that that's happened that's the only time that that's happened yeah i mean with her um you know there's been other things where you i swear i've heard my voice but i didn't ever know who was you know in my dreams i never know who was saying it but Mm -hmm. i've heard my voice where it's waking me up so Mm -hmm. awoken wokes weeks woken (laughs) whatever we know know what you mean whatever yeah (laughs) is it always when you're sleeping yes i've never felt it when i was awake okay Interesting. Yeah, it's always been when I was asleep, you know, and, and the interesting thing is kind of, and I don't even know if it was within the same year or if it was a little bit before it, but her husband had passed away. So my grandfather died when I was like 13. And um, when he passed away, I was at a party and I just got real sad all of a sudden. And then I got the phone call. And again, I had a dream about him and he and I were walking around downtown Omaha and we were just looking at all the sites and we had stopped in front of the Red Lion Inn and he knew he was dead, but, but we still had the conversation and we just, it was like, I told my, call my dad later that day and I said, just to let you know, I talked to grandpa today and he's like, what? So I told him about the dream. He thought that was pretty cool. Mm, <laughs> I think it's in The Sixth Sense um, when uh, Haley Joel Osment says, you know, talk to your wife when she's sleeping. Oh, yeah. And that's mm-hmm. before he, spoilers, finds out that he's a ghost. Yes. And I feel like that, you know, when we hear these stories, a lot of the time it's when you're asleep mm-hmm. or, you know, half asleep. Right, right on the edge of that. Yeah. 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 And I think that's because you're more open. Yeah. Open that's when to you're, it, yeah. Right. You don't have the distractions of the outer world and mm-hmm. the doubts the doubts the naysayers that right. say oh that's not possible that's not possible right. because you're you're more open to that and susceptible to it when you're asleep when you Definitely. really think about it sleeping is kind of strange <laughs> i mean when you're like you know you're online and then all of a sudden you're not for right. seven or eight hours yeah. maybe right yeah and then or you're just on a different page right and all this other stuff <laughs> happening to you your right. brain is like super working hard right and most times you don't have any recollection of what what was going on while you were asleep. It's right. Strange. Yeah. yeah, that's exact. That is true. And you know the um, when you were talking about they have the oh, it's I think they call it like astronomical astro astro projection astro projection. Yeah. And I've ha- you know when you have that feeling of weight being mm-hmm. weighted down, and you can't move in your sleep, and they're saying that's because you're soul or whatever is out doing something mm-hmm. and so you don't have the ability to move until that soul comes back and your whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. comes back into your body and then you are able to, able to physically get up and do whatever but I've, I've done that before where i haven't been able to move but i it's not when i was awake it's just mm-hmm. that feeling or where my muscles really ache in the morning yeah. and I've like had a really active dream and it's like what the heck was I yeah. doing? <laughs> really clenched or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is it exactly that's causing yeah. me not to, you know? Mm. They still don't really know why we dream. I mean yeah. they have, you know, like theories, you know, to kind of process what you saw that day. And you know what is so fascinating is when you, you know, see strangers in your dream, n- nobody you right. see is like non existent. Every face that you see in a dream is a real person that you've seen before. Huh. It's like you can't just like make up a person. Right. Which is insane to me that your brain is able to, you know, remember those little nuggets of people that you've seen in your life. And and you don't even know mm -hmm. that you've seen. Yeah. That's crazy. I always feel like for me, my dreams are almost always, I can always trace it to the day. Like I'm like, okay, well, that's why that happened because I 
had a conversation with that oh, person sure, or sure. I saw this thing like very rarely is it something like way out of left field where I'm like what was that about <laughs> I do have the I have way left field dreams and I can remember a lot of my dreams I, I remember yeah. a lot of mine too but yeah. usually kind of boring yeah <laughs> I don't remember them as much anymore I used to have very especially when I was pregnant I had very very vivid dreams mm-hmm. every single night and I don't really have them anymore yeah mm-hmm. I know, and you know, they always say, well, just as soon as you wake up, write down what you remember. Well, I don't have the time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's I the either, last thing you're thinking I, Yeah, of. <laughs> either I don't have the time or I look at the clock and go, this is stupid. I need to go back to sleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we were talking the other day just kind of about books and stuff that yes. we, we read. So we have a shared interest in this field for sure. Yes. And we have read some of the same books. Yes. Um, the one I want to talk about today specifically is that the guide to the Ghost of Lincoln book, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. that was something that's been around since I was a kid and you were a kid. And it's yeah, been different editions, yeah. right? So I wanted to just talk about that just okay. for a second and just like... Are you from, where are you from specifically? So I specifically, well, I'm around different towns in Nebraska, but where I pretty much call home was Malcolm, Nebraska, okay. which is by Branch Oak Lake. And sure, it's yeah. not very far from Lincoln at all. So we were always in Lincoln. Okay. That and I lived sense. in Lincoln almost all the time. I wondered with your story about walking around downtown Omaha with, you know, oh. with your dream, like. Oh, yeah. No, that definitely came after I okay. moved to Omaha. I mean, I had kids and everything. I mean, it's sure. probably been 10, maybe oh, okay. eight or 10 years. It's been within the last eight or 10 years. Yeah. So, Jamie, there's this book. Um, I should have brought mine. I have. I have <laughs> my. I actually thought about it this morning when I was driving in. I was like, oh, I should have brought a copy of that. But mm-hmm. it was like a book that I think I read it maybe first in like fourth grade or fifth grade. And it's what Alan Boy, yeah. B-O-I-E is the author yep. of it. And it was just this book that... Little yellow. It was tiny little or, yellow book, maybe 120 <laughs> pages. Even, even that, yeah. And you could, I could read it in a day easy. Uh, yeah. I, I have read it recently, you know, in the last few years in a day. And it was just stories about uh, the most famous, quote, ghost stories in Lincoln, Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Ooh. And it was a book that I think all kids knew about, right? Yeah, well, I like I don't, you know, I really don't. If I you were into it, maybe. Yeah, I, I, I wasn't really like in a group or like a bunch of right. friends of mine or whatever. I kind of just read them on my own. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mine was, my, our group of friends was really into that sort of okay. stuff, so we would read it. But it was all stories about like the ghosts that's haunting the Capitol. Mm-hmm. And there was like a couple of them that were on a s- certain street corners yep. were one of the stories. Woods There's Park. The, Robber's Cave, yeah. ghost story stuff. Penitentiary. And, yeah, the penitentiary <laughs> field one. And uh, Wesleyan. Wesleyan, yeah. that's like probably really? the Nebraska's most yeah. famous ghost story. Yeah. Is, is, from it, is it in the theater? No. No, it's a dorm. It's one of the dorms. It is a dorm oh, okay. now. Yeah. yeah. It was the I had office. a friend that went to Wesleyan, yeah. and I think he maybe mentioned it once. Yeah. yeah. That was like one that got on the news, like, I think it was in the 60s when it Oh, happened, really? Right? Yeah. Like, made yeah, national news. Yeah, that sounds news. about right. So it was interesting, but yeah. it was a, we were just talking about that in the office the other day, and it was it was funny that nice. I met somebody <laughs> yeah. 25 years later, right? <laughs> 30 years later, that knew the same little yellow yeah. book that I have. But you need to tell them about the follow-up book, because that one, I, I can't wait to get a hold of that one. The follow-up book, the one I'm reading now? Mm-hmm. So I bought this the other day, not, well, kind of a targeted ad, I guess. Somebody that I know, uh, a friend <laughs> of mine that's, um, I was following him on Instagram, and she got a copy of this book, and she put a picture of it, and it was, oh, I think it's called Beyond Lincoln or mm-hmm. something like that. And the guy that wrote it, his name is Taden, and he basically researched the stories that were in the other book, the yellow book, a lot of those stories, and went back in like the historical record and tried to figure out who those people actually could be. 
like who the ghosts might be or why there's these stories have even come up in the past and trace down things like murders in the 30s in Lincoln that happened Ooh. in the same area where the ghost stories are. And um, there's one about some park in Fremont that's supposed to be kind of haunted. And he did this research about this place that was like some movement. It was like basically to get out of the cities and enjoy nature movement in the late 1800s that hmm. had trains going from Lincoln and Omaha to this park specifically. Ooh, and yeah. they would hang out there for hmm. kind of like camping, I guess, yeah. or summer camp for families basically that was there for a long time and there's is a, that that bridge that train went across that's a different yeah. one okay. but yeah that's still to this day like the biggest unsolved murder in nebraska was this big train thing that happened mm-hmm. and so he did all this research um about the ghost stories that were well, like some of them were in that book that we read so i'm just kind of about halfway through it now but Ooh. it's more of a historical book yep. Just mentions the ghost stories briefly, but yeah. you get a lot of backstory about okay. why they're there. So, nice. and I bought a similar one when I went down to Galveston, Texas. So they had a huge hurricane in 1900s, and and actually 1900, and it killed six to eight thousand people. And so they, there's a whole area called the Strand, and a lot of those stories that they have about the ghosts come are originated from the hurricane. But there's some other ones in there too. So wow. I started that one, and that one's really good too. So what, <clears throat> what got you interested in this? Is it Sounds like as a kid, like I was probably or something close. You know, I honestly don't know. I think it just is the paranormal has always fascinated me and I'm not like obsessed with it by any means, but I just find it very curious because, you know, growing up, you know, in a, in a religion background Mm -hmm. or religious background, not fanatical, but, um, you know, it's always kind of taught that, you know, ghosts aren't real. And I always was kind of like, well, if you guys believe that aliens are real, why are ghosts any different? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, if, if I don't, because my husband's, oh, I believe that there's life after, you know, sure. uh, elsewhere. And I'm like, well, then why don't you believe in ghosts? And he's like, well, you can't see. And I'm like, can't see aliens except for on Star Wars and Star Trek. <laughs> um, but anyway, so I've always been fascinated by it. And I always found it interesting and not necessarily that, you know, when people would tell me their experiences I probably have a little bit of skepticism still but I I think as the older I get the more I realize that yeah it's probably true I mean there are things that happen that you can't explain Mm -hmm. um so that kind of started me it started when I was you know young real little and I think it you know haunted houses and those kind of things when Halloween was a big deal for our family and yeah that just kind of started me in on it and then my mom and dad for my birthday bought me that little Lincoln ghost book Mm -hmm. and that kind of sprouted from there and I just kind of collected different books I have this really great one um there's it's actually two and one is called the encyclopedia of ghosts mm-hmm. and the other one's called the encyclopedia of the strange mm. so it goes into ghost stories in the one and the strange is like you know like there's a crystal skull that no one seems to understand oh, sure, where yeah. it came from so i was going to bring those in and then when my great uncle passed away um he uh, his wife gave me a book called mysteries of the unexplained and that goes into oh yeah it's really good yeah, yeah. i mean it's mm. yeah it's and so i've read those books you know several times over yeah. and it's just still amazing that's something i think at least for our generation that's different probably than now it's like you read books like if you want to read that stuff or find out about it you know that was where you yeah, got you the information yeah, look online or yeah i don't uh, imagine it feeling the same and on a, reading it on a kindle as no. <laughs> in a, you know it's right. a dirty old hardback book yeah, or something no, you got from the library yeah no that's a totally you, you have to experience that way because it isn't yeah. the same but you know just even when they talk about 
you know, you just, well, one of the things that, and it has to do with more like psychic stuff, but, and that's always fascinating me too, Mm -hmm. which is totally somewhat different. Mm -hmm. But the guy was explaining that, you know, when you get that, you know, they talk about your sixth sense, danger, you know, why do you go this way instead of that way? And, and someone was explaining that it's your, it's your ancestors from the past guiding you through. And, and so that to me is totally true. Cause there's some things that I'm like, whoa, if I would have just made the decision to do this, this would right, happen. Yeah. Right. You know? And so I think I kind of look at it that way that it's my, you know, my ancestors in the past kind of guiding me. Oh, I think that all the time when I'm like driving and I like narrowly miss an accident mm-hmm. or something yeah. like a collision, something like that. You know, you always think, oh, someone's looking out for you. I think that every single time. Yeah. That, you know, past ancestors are yeah. just kind of looking out for you. In those now, situations. one of the things, so one of the things that has come up is, you know, when you, when people keep seeing the same ghost or mm-hmm. apparition, whatever, that it's not necessarily the ghost there now. It's more yeah. like a replay of what happened and it's just yeah. kind of a loop. What are your thoughts on that? I, I would have to agree. I think that, um, especially, you know, if something happened, you know, especially if it was violent, um, that part of that person just kind of stays there mm-hmm. and they, and I've heard that too of like, I can't, give you the exact details but a story of you know somebody like falling down the stairs and right. dying like you know and then hearing the sound of somebody the on thump, the stairs yeah, yeah like over and over and over again just that part of that person's always just kind of there yeah i think if if you're gonna listen to these stories right you're mm-hmm. already kind of probably believing what we're talking about yeah. right, right. So <laughs> have, if you haven't shut us off by, have have us off by now <laughs> uh i think yeah i think for sure especially if it's something that's monotonous that somebody did the same thing for 60 years you know like right. got up at the same time and made breakfast the same way and i think there's got to be something that is left behind from that i don't know sure it's sure just, that's my feeling i suppose yeah i always like ghost stories i think for me a lot of it was it's kind of a mystery right mm-hmm. it's a mystery that we probably can't solve uh, but it's still fun to try mm-hmm. um that's like the generalized thing about right. what is it and then this the story is that umbrella from below is you know like this is what happened right. and this is why this is happening. I think those are cool. I've always loved history and a lot of them are, you know, old, right? They're based in right, and historical. Not a whole lot events. of ghost stories are we hearing that happened, you know, 4 or 5 years ago. Right. right so right. we're still steeped in that and you're, it's a, a way to kind of touch base with that thing. And then there's a probably I don't know if comfort is the right word, but if there's things out there and people are saying that they've seen them, right? Like a lot of people have these stories. Mm-hmm. So it kind of makes me feel like, okay, well, then maybe there is something. Right. Similar oh, yeah. experiences out there. Right. So right. I don't know. Yeah. We'll no, see. I would agree. I agree. What about you, Jamie? How come you're into this? Or how long have you been into this sort of stuff? <laughs> oh, as long as I can remember. Um, I have always loved horror movies, haunted houses, just spooky stuff. Always have. I have a very vivid memory of my Girl Scout troop when I was in fifth grade. We, and this is actually uh, unrelated, just a very cool experience. We all went to a uh, a Royals game, uh, the Omaha Royals at Rosenblatt. And then we got to camp on the field. Oh, cool. Which oh, wow. is, That's awesome. Yeah, just one of the coolest memories I have from being a kid and we were in a tent and me and a couple of the other girls stayed up super, super late. And we had those scary stories to tell, to tell in the dark books yep. and we were reading them. And I remember staying up late until I think actually I stayed up all night and was just reading these stories to myself <laughs> after everyone else had gone to bed. Yeah. And, um, I've always been fascinated with like local, 
you know, urban legends, uh, like haunted places in Omaha too. Um, there's a few websites out there, uh, of just different places that are supposedly haunted. Like I think central high school is supposed Mm -hmm. to be haunted. Mm -hmm. Um, Hummel park, uh, um, brother Sebastian's, um, different places like that. Um, the Visla house that's not in Nebraska. I think it's actually in Iowa, Iowa, but nearby, um, I don't know. It's just something I've always been fascinated in. Um, and it's just, I think I agree with you, Brian, just, you know, the mystery is so intriguing and I love, you know, Buzzfeed unsolved and things oh, like that yeah. of sure. just, you know, trying to figure out why things happen and the unexplained is just so intriguing of, mm-hmm. and just sitting there trying to think of like, why is this the way it is? Or why did that happen is very fascinating to me. Ooh. Don't worry. That's Did you just hear that doorbell? Uh, that <laughs> Who <reminds> is me. it? <laughs> when I was a kid, I used to go to the to the Bennett Martin Library in Lincoln, and I oh my god, I love that library records. And I used to always check out this record, and it was Disney, but it was like their haunted house, basically sound effects record. Oh, nice! And it was about twenty minutes long, and I would listen to it all the time, like just every every chance I could check it out, I would check it out. And it's on Spotify, which oh, I found cool. out. I listened to it last year, and it's like, yeah, that's the whole <laughs> That's the squeaky door, and that's the yeah. ghost sound, and the I owl, and all that stuff. I had a tape of, like, Ronald McDonald haunted sound effects <laughs> yeah. from when I was a kid. I remember Ambler. that one. Strange. Yeah, no, and it was spooky. Yeah. So yeah. where are you from that you went? I'm from Lincoln. Oh, okay. Yeah. What school did you go to? I went to Southeast was okay. my high school. So, all right. Um, yeah, right in that. Central. Couple girls from Malcolm left to go to Southeast and run their country club. Yeah, or country club, con- cross, cross country, cross country, not country club. <laughs> yeah. That's those are my other friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Uh, I was okay. going to ask you one other thing. What was it? Um, oh, when we were kids, right, mm-hmm. and probably even maybe up until I feel like this has changed recently, but it was like a taboo thing to say that you believed in a ghost or yes. that you had seen a ghost, and now I feel like it's pretty mainstream culture to be like yay ghosts spooky stuff right right? Mm -hmm. like there's tons of blogs and websites and like podcasts like this one uh i think it's interesting how it's changed do you wonder why that is is it just i think technology i mean and i think the more that you're exposed to it the more you know you're still going to have your naysayers your doubters and Mm -hmm. those kind of things but i think you hear more about the people who believe that you the same thing you do because of the connectivity that we have nowadays whereas i would agree you know i and you don't talk about it when you're a kid because you want to be accepted. I mean, yeah. you know, you don't. So when you get older, you realize, oh, I don't really care what people think about me. This is what I feel. And if you love me, mm-hmm. you love me. If you don't, mm-hmm. you don't. That's okay. So I think it's just the connectivity and the technology and interesting maturity. I, I've felt before like I'd rather talk about politics or religion at work than I would talk <laughs> about my ghost stories, you know? Like and I'd just, rather, yeah. <laughs> that's It just felt like a safer conversation sure. in a strange, weird way. Yeah, no, that but makes sense. But it's like flipped now, I think. It has. So. It totally has. I don't know. Just with the internet and being able to, like creepypasta and things like that, and mm-hmm. being able to, whether it's real or not, being able to connect with other people who are interested in right. it, um, reading about it, all the websites, the blogs, just... It, that wasn't around and I grew up in the digital age like I got my first you know screen name when I was like eight years old mm-hmm. you know <laughs> like I've been on a computer for a long I time I, I think I was 38 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh just yeah I mean it's always just been something that I've been exposed to and it just it's 
I guess that's just weird for me to think that that used to be taboo. It's so right. mainstream mm-hmm. now, and it's thing. It's and there are you know people who are oh that's that's scary. I don't I don't like that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's always been you know it's weird if you don't. Well, and that too, but also I mean it's kind of like the people you know the UFO sightings and all those. Mm-hmm. You, you're, there's still that part of you that's like those are the crazy people. Those are the Some crazy of ones. That stuff, but then you realize. Yeah. But then you realize. Wait a second. They're they're just like me and they're normal people. I mean, because mm-hmm. you're, as you mature, you realize, Hey, this person isn't crazy. They just have this one belief. They just, they just, they just, this is just an in interest of theirs or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you realize that as you talk and they aren't crazy, it's just a part of them. They're still, they're yeah. still functioning adults just like you. Yeah. And that's, so, that's why you in know. those stories, a lot of times, especially the alien ones, they would always say what the person did for a living. Right. Like, oh, he was a policeman or a firefighter. Right. Like, they had to give some gravitas to what the person was, right? Because mm-hmm. otherwise it was just crazy. Right. Telling so stories. Crazy. Yeah. But, person, yeah. yeah. And I, that's faded away to, I think, now. It yeah. It doesn't really doesn't really matter. No. Anymore. No, because we're, I mean, you know, like, it's normal i mean that's just that's you're just accepted as that's the person that you are friends with and they're not crazy they're just they're your friend you love them yeah so i was gonna ask you okay so favorite horror movie favorite mm. horror movie well i'm, I'm like definitely, and not gory horror like yeah i'll say i'm not a fan horror. of that i'm more of a i like psychological yes. stuff right so um prob i mean the shining i suppose is probably my favorite okay i mean that's classic I saw that ghost at the story right time yeah okay jamie well, I this is my genre, so I have a couple of favorites. I think I, I always say that Scream is my favorite horror movie oh. because it's something that could totally happen. And the funny thing about that movie is it was intended to be a satire. Right. And when they made it, it actually was scary. Right. And so it became a legitimate horror film. I also love The Sixth Sense. Yeah. I lo- yeah. You know, another, another ghost story. Um, I'm not really big on the gore either. Mm -hmm. I I just, I like something that's going to, you know, keep you on your toes and, you know, and like, I mean, um, Jordan Peele's new movies I love are not, I wouldn't say classic horror film style. It's like a new type of horror, Mm -hmm. especially like the new movie Us that came out earlier this year is more about like society and all of the like hidden themes. And then, um, that show that came out last year, um, Oh my god, haunting on Oh, the haunting of Hill House. Yes. That oh, another love that show. Spooky ghosts. I mm-hmm. just I love that kind of stuff. They're coming out with season two. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. The Bly House. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mine is so mine all time is Amityville Horror. Original? Not the remake, the original. The OG. Yeah. Yep. Yes. I love that movie. And I I mean I've got it on my iPhone and I just <laughs> pop it in every once in a while. But the other one, um, other than the sixth sense is the others with Nicole Kidman. Oh Oh, Oh, my Lord, that thing creeped me out. Mm. It was so scary. And then even still we'll watch it. This will be like the fourth or fifth time I've watched it. And I'm still just like, Oh my gosh, this Mm -hmm. is so scary. Run, run. And then you're like, Oh, wait a second. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There was a reason behind all of this. Mm. With Amityville horror. I like, I love those kind of movies that are actually like based on a true story. Mm -hmm. Like the conjuring is based on a true story. They, you know, dramatize it a little bit. Sure. But a lot of what happened in Amityville horror actually did happened they experienced the house which is what is really fascinating right and and that's you know i know that the sequel is just that's hollywood but it's interesting because the second one actually explains what happened to cause the first one Mm -hmm. to happen so i kind of liked i kind of liked that one too yeah Yeah. 
So. Oh, did we run out of time? Oh, no. no. I just... You oh, probably oh. just hit your thing. No, I thought you cut me off. <laughs> no, that's talking. it. No more. Uh, cut off. This, this book that you guys were talking about, mm-hmm. it, is it available anywhere? Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's, I don't think they make new pressings of it. But, mm-hmm. yeah. but you can probably buy it on Amazon, yeah, I'm sure. One of us can Are you talking it, about the, the original it. Lincoln one, like yes. the yellow book? Yeah. Oh, yeah. that one, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I can loan you my copy. Yeah. I would love to read that. <laughs> Mine has been thumbed through. <laughs> it got some smudge marks and everything because yeah. that's the old soybean ink. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I think it would be fun to like get a group yeah. and go to like a supposed haunted site. Not Ooh. like a haunted house, like fun and screams. Yeah, like and, an, act- like, no, like an actual supposed haunted place. Love that's to. Just, there's, a, there's a location out by Lincoln I was telling you about mm-hmm. that the other day yeah. that my friend got a hold of and she and I are trying to build the courage because it's just an abandoned house, but it's yes. just so oh, creepy looking. <laughs> I just love abandoned stuff in general. Yeah. I would love to go. I should, I'm going to, I'll forge you the information because it's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So. Well, that was, yeah, that was good. Good conversation. It was. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks for joining I us. I don't know that I've ever spoken more than three words to Brian. There <laughs> we go. We got that in common. Right? Now. And Golden Girls. Now That's we have right. that in too. <laughs> Bringing everybody two. together the spooky season. Yeah. Well, guys, uh, thank you for listening to this episode. Um, make sure to catch us twice a week during the month of October for more spooky stories. Uh, but until next time, stay scary. Ooh.